What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend, he's a Simeon legend, he's a Grambling State legend. He plays second base for the Tigers. He was all swack. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke, and he's now the head coach at Simeon High School for their baseball team. And we've got an NFL draft analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch him on the Under Center podcast. Catch him on Football Night in Chicago. You can catch him everywhere. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you guys doing? What up? Man. I'm starting to get angry, man. I'm filling up this bubbling underneath. So we're we're a couple of days removed from from uh from that Monday night game. Um that it was rough, man. That was a rough watch. Uh not a good on, product. On both sides, yeah. Um but once again, in a in a in a 12 10 game, I might be a little biased here. I think Justin had a had a good game. Had a good game again. Didn't didn't look great with all the uh the screen passes. And his fault. I thought the game plan was 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 just awful. Garbage. Awful. So I thought he had a he had a good game. Um and then you got all the all the pundits out here. I'm 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 sick of it. Man. I'm sick of having to hear it, man. Watching that game. I I knew, and I actually said it though, but I just knew he had some had to happen drastically to just shift. Because for for a nice period of the game, it was all about the uh, the game plan, and a lot of people were mad. Like, what the fuck are we doing? These screens, 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 and I'm like, I'm like something's got to happen to shift the primary focus and blame to Justin. To Justin. I'm like, something has to happen. So I actually text one of my group chats like, Justin about to throw a pick six. But what's going to happen is he's going to throw a pick six and then he's going to have a game-winning drive. So he didn't throw a pick six, but he had a fumble in a crucial situation where we could have got points. And they went right down the score. So I'm like, okay. It's looking like what I said was gonna happen. <laughs> then he fumbled again. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. I'm like, but when he fumbled again, I was like, okay, defense. Y'all gave up the touchdown the first time. If y'all can get a stop here, he does still, he will still have enough time, unlike in previous times where he will have 40 seconds or under a minute, like he will have enough time to put something together. And the defense did their part. They they got a three and out and gave him the ball back. And no timeouts. No timeouts. And boom, the game plan looked like it changed. No more screens. On both that's, sides. That's, on both sides, though. That's true. It's, uh, he's saying, like, I did post. It's, it's when he fumbled that second time, I'm like, man, this shit read. Because I'm like, he about to get a, he about to get a game winning. I'm like, it's to shift the blame and also he's gonna get a game winning drive. 
they stop they stop blitzing and magically we start calling deeper routes on and for him to hold the ball longer in the pocket to for stuff to generate that i'm like this something they adding up but hey i'll take it i mean look we wanted to see that and he did now the way it came about was rough like can't have the two fumbles but to me i felt he was in a position where I felt he thought he had to be Superman. And that's what that's what comes with it. Like, he got to a point where the defense kept getting turnovers and they wasn't doing nothing. And it was like, first time he... The first one, I'm not, not too sure. I think that was a little bit of him holding the ball and a little bit of good play on the defense. The second one, I felt he... Which one you talking, you talking about? The fumble? The first fumble. The first fumble. It was a, it was a, yeah. Yeah. It was a read option and he he didn't secure the ball the way he should have. Mm-hmm. That, that's all on him. The second one though, and well, I that's on him, but I don't think he was trying to do too much. I no, just no, think no, 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 no. The second one I felt he was trying to be a superhero. Yeah. Right. And he and he, and and he got popped. And he got popped, you know, so you that know, happens. That that happened, you know, like, you know, and so. But it was bad but, because he already gave up the ball, so he should be more conscious of security. Right. Yeah, right. So which, that one looked worse. Which on the game winning drive when he took off, that boy held that joint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I fumbled it again. That, that ain't happening. <laughs> and you know, and so it was it was good to see him bounce back the way because he looked so defeated, especially yeah. after that second one. And so it looked like he was about to cry. And for him to bounce back, like, that's growth. That's growth, man. And and like you said, the pundits and all that stuff, man, it's like everyone says, and I posted this today, everyone says, I just want to win. And to a person that win, until you win, with the person you don't want. Mm-hmm. Then everything is, ah, oh, he did this, he did well, just a just last just a few weeks ago, it was I, as long as we win, that's all I care about. Well, we won. But we didn't score a touchdown. He fumbled twice. Man, shut the hell up, man. We won the damn game. It's all it's and all I about think he plays and I think he I act I really do think he played well. The, it just sucks that those two fumbles came and that that overshadowed what he did. I think even though the game plan sucked, I think he still played fairly well. Like he was clean game until the end, and it and it it did bring those thoughts in my mind. Like, damn, it seemed like in the fourth quarter, this always happens. So it, so it it felt real good to see him pick himself back up. And bounce back from that. And I'm anxious to see what happens moving forward because that's a moment that we have not had with this with this team. That type of adversity. I mean, shit. We we didn't know how to win, you know. So to 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 pull that out the way we had to was what I think was could be a changing moment for this group. Do I think we've been a Win the rest of the way? No, hell no. 
But but I can see us winning a couple more games, you know, and 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 go into the offseason with a with a better sense, okay, of next year could really be a a nice improvement. If everything stays intact, which it won't. Right. That's yeah, that's true. I think Eberflus is starting to make a case to keep his job. Uh oh. No, I, I don't disagree. I think he was making a case even before uh this last game. I thought he was he I thought he was making a case and then I <laughs> the Detroit game, I'm like, dude, you're killing yourself. <laughs> you know, you, mm-hmm. you you gotta win these games. This that's that's that loss you can blame on a head coach. Not every yeah. loss you can blame on a head coach. I thought the Detroit game you can and there's some other ones in the past, but it's like hey, you haven't learned anything. So that's why the Detroit game seemed. And the second time against Detroit, you got them beat. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, had them. And, you had them and, and let it go. Let it go. And let them off the hook. Yeah, let them off the hook. <laughs> um, man, look, seriously, I'm I'm starting to get really angry, man. Now, I'm starting to border on the, the frustration of back when Zach Wilson was being touted and we were dealing with Trubisky mm-hmm. still and so on and so forth. Um, and it's not, you know, if anybody thinks that I mean is is racial, I, I'm not even really saying that because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think Justin's been so polarizing that you know it's not so much like culturally everybody of African American background is pro Justin, and so it, it, it's split. I mean, Justin is he, yeah. he has really become a polarizer. Honestly, what's crazy is I see more of the other side supporting him in the media for sure than than his than what you would call his own, so to speak. Right. So, Um, I can think of two pundits, national pundits, off the top of my head right now. Name them. I'm like, go kick rocks. I say, eat something else, but I don't want to be completely, you know, foul here. One is well, one's a group. As, as an entity, James Jones gets sucked in just by being guilty by association. But the FS1 clowns, and that's on, on speak with Acho, Shady, shut the fuck up, McCoy, and Joy, I lost respect for you, Taylor. Um, that group I call is one entity. The other one is, uh, what's my guy? Tyler. Tyler. No, 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 no. It's a brother, former player. He's on in the morning on ESPN, uh, real early show. Deep oh, you talking about Chris Canty? Yes, Chris Canty. I, I hate him with a passion, and it's <laughs> and it's and it's not just the Justin Fields taste. It's, he there's there's a certain conservative arrogance that he yeah exhibits that it, he it, the, the surety in how he speaks like he leaves no room for. It's like what um, he says is bomb. It's right. Yeah. There's very little objectivity, and I I know we joke. We say we right. We don't think we're wrong. But there's more there's more humility in how we say what we say that comes from him. And it's not like he's right per se. It's just he's strong in his conviction, so on and so forth. It's showing about him. Our show is not about him. Anyway, look, I'll try and say that there's there's several things more right about Justin than that are the things that are problematic with Justin. Things that are problematic. I would agree have been continual. So that is an issue. But I still believe those things are fixable with the right coaching. 
Justin holds on to the ball long. And that please stop letting that be in a damn narrative. Because as Man. soon as you say that, I'm like, Ben Roethlisberger's career was tied to holding the ball so effing long, okay? Until he stopped playing football when he couldn't move, he was still holding on to the ball long, which means he was like a 13, 14-year veteran. And he's holding the ball long because he's trying to make something happen. Now, I know sometimes just holding the ball long looks as though he doesn't know where to go with the ball. But that might be because there's nowhere to go with the ball, which ties into scheme and play calling to some degree. Not all the time, but there are times where it's like there's nowhere to go with the ball. And you can look at the all 22 and see, oh, yeah, there was nowhere to go with the ball. Um, the other thing that's problematic with Justin and you alluded to earlier are the fumbles or the turnovers, more so the fumbles, because he the really fumbles. doesn't throw mm -hmm. too many bad passes. He really yeah. doesn't. Uh, but the fumbles are problematic, particularly in the fourth quarter. And I believe one of these shows put up. Speak. Think, yeah, speak. Like his career, I think he has 17. 17. In the fourth quarter. That was okay, that, that was Acho's point. Right. That, and that's a problem. That, that, that was the one good, like, support your argument statement that was like, that's a that that's a problem. That's a problem right there. I don't want to hear about his win loss record. Jesus effing Christ. Are you kidding me? Like, win loss records on quarterbacks aren't the Bible any more than it is on starting pitchers. Folks okay? only use it. Folks only use it when it supports their argument. Exactly. And lost, the they they had the worst roster in football last year. Dog, that don't matter before. for Justin Fields. And in, in the Justin, year before it was it was a lame duck regime. The, just because, okay. just because like, when when James Jones called her out and so like talk about Kayla Williams, her first excuse: his defense is all time bad, and so the Bears' defense right. has been good, right? And she had nothing to say. Like, <laughs> thank you. Which goes to my other point about Justin in terms of holding the ball long. But those of you who think Kayla Williams is the solution, guess what he does? Mm -hmm. holds he holds ball. on to the ball. Because he's trying to play hero ball. And we see how that works in the NFL. Exhibit A, Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. Okay? Doesn't work so well in the NFL. And Caleb Williams, I, I, I'm not disparaging him, but you're going – how coachable is he? You just don't know. You don't know. Because I bet Lincoln Riley would pull his hair, uh, hair out if, if you really sat him down. Because there's things Caleb's doing. I'm sure he doesn't want him doing. And – Right quick, I know you can't say everybody falls under this because it's the same argument I hear when they say, hey, no school, this, that's not, a, it's not a, a school that produces quarterbacks. Okay, so the counter to that is me saying, or the the, the, the the comparison is me saying Lincoln Riley, look what his players have done once they got to the NFL. He's had two number one picks. He's going to have three. Williams will be the first pick taken. He'll have three players taken number one overall. Will really? Any of those guys. Yeah, Caleb will be the first person. Yeah, he may leverage. It may not be the Bears taking him, but he'll be the first person taken. <laughs> I got, I got a question for you. Look, I'm, I'm gonna ask you sure. later on. Let's keep, keep going. So, you look at the guys, Lincoln Riley. What do all those guys have in common? Because I think it's a personality trait to some degree that goes with those quarterbacks. They all have that I can do Superman type mentality. Kyle, Kyle Murray has it. Baker Mayfield definitely sure had it. Hell, he had somebody on the field tell him to humble himself. He had it so much, but his ego. And Caleb Williams clearly has. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's also a thing that it can burn you as much as it helps you. But that's something that is going to be hard to root out because that's probably who you are. Mm -hmm. So how is that going to be any better? Because he's not as big or strong or as athletic as Justin. So is he going to survive like Justin's had to survive? Anyway, 
but the things that Justin, as I was trying to say, that that are problematic are very much fixable. They, they are. With better coaching, it's fixable. We said the same thing with Tua Tagovailoa. That Tua, that hey, he, he he's probably going to be a bust. The coach was trying to get rid of him. The head, the owner was trying to get rid of him. They got a new coach in there. All of a sudden, this dude is like playoff caliber quarterback since then. You saw it with Josh Allen. You saw it before Dabo took over. You saw once Dabo took over how good Josh, especially once they got uh, Stephon Diggs there, and you saw how Josh started to fall off once that 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 uh, the, the ability to confine you and constrict you and keep you on point. And Dabo left. Josh started doing his own thing, start turning to a turnover thing, became an issue, and then you saw up until they just got rid of the offensive coordinator in the last two games, he's looked closer to the Josh Allen that was playing that year that they almost made it to the conference finals. He's looking closer to that guy. We've seen it time and time again. So things that are wrong with Justin to fix. Why is everybody coming down on this dude? Like he should have all the answers. It is not just him. It never, it's never just the quarterback. It's never all just a quarterback. Even Trubisky, as much as I had an issue with Trubisky, it wasn't all Trubisky. But there I, were go ahead. I just I really don't I really have a hard time processing this. Like because I watched I watch these shows all the time. So like it's like what is it about Justin Fields that 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 the that he's a topic all the time and it's negative it's all negative. the time. Like I, I just don't get it because when y'all talk about the Patriots, it's not about Mac Jones. It's about Bill Belichick, not a good coach. When y'all talk about the Bears, ah, it's about Mac Jones sometimes. Maybe Rex Ryan's but, ever like Rex Ryan's but, ever like Mac Jones. That's, and it's starting to come out. But I know but that's point. one. But but the main topic is because Bill had Brady, like. It doesn't fall on Mac Jones just not being good. That's 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 the low hanging fruit. You know, even, even Zach Wilson isn't murdered as much as he should be. Murdered. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what is it that that Justin has done? Just like, like, like last week they were talking about Kenny Pickett and and Joy and Shady talking about man, he only like I mentioned that on our last episode. They were talking about how you got it like. It's only year two. Like, no, it isn't. Like, so what? Y'all was killing Justin Fields in year two last year. Well, what's Kenny Pickett had that Justin hasn't had? Continuity. Mm-hmm. He's had the same head coach. He's had the same system. And, I mean, everything was pretty much, but he's actually had more talent than Justin. And, and to your point, he's still young, so I'm not killing him. He had a bad coordinator. And, but, but why does he get, I'll get, they they win, but just yeah. like James Jones said, they're not winning because of him. Just like James Jones said, it's not a single damn game that team won has been because of the quarterback, right? <laughs> and my, and none of, and nobody can say anything in defense of that. My the favorite take I I hear is, uh, you know, maybe Justin can go to Atlanta. I think he'd be great in Atlanta. Well, why can't he be great here? And and Just that's give, him, a, give him the chance. And that's another thing. It's either it's either get him out of Chicago, or or he just can't play at all. And yeah. it's and it's like, is it 
I'm starting to wonder, is it anti-Justin Fields or is it anti-Chicago in the it media? Might be a little bit of both. Like, it's like, do the, do the media fear Chicago mm. possibly getting It's not good? fear. It's the narrative, bro. It's it's like, you, like I said it earlier, low-hanging fruit, and you're alluding to it. It by saying, is it Chicago? I never thought about it, but you're right because you hear it. You you don't hear positive things about. Here's the thing about Chicago, they ain't never had a quarterback. They can't develop quarterbacks. You, you receivers go there to die. So you keep hearing that. It's the same thing when Trump says, "Oh, all the murder, all the shooting in Chicago. Uh, what are you gonna do in Chicago? Oh, it's all the shooting. I mean, you know, I had a guy come up to me. He said, "Sir, he had, sir, with a tear in his eye, he said, "Sir, you know, the shootings in Chicago are horrible, sir." It, it's like really who no one from Chicago came up to you and says, shut the fuck up your line. <laughs> you know, it's it's low-hanging fruit. It's it's a it's a lazy, it really it's lazy. It's lazy. These, these mofos are lazy and they're not taking the time to provide any context to anything. Because if you provide context, all the arguments and latitude they give to other players, I, why is Justin not getting that? Mm-hmm. You know, he got some of it last year, and you got some empathy from him last year. Because then he started running for his life. But what happened was they saw the dazzling, just like with Lamar. Oh, he's dazzling. Oh, he can run. He's the best running back. Do what he does best. I, I really, every time I hear that dude, I, I start cursing. I start saying, fuck you. I already don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Because what he does best is throw the fucking deep ball is what he does best. He runs for his life, but he throws the deep ball best. It's like, did is no it very and now every now and again you'll hear somebody goes you know he didn't do that at Ohio State I'm like thank you somebody speak and they they start at it and then they get trailed off or they get sidetracked by somebody else's argument it's like look man you you, you <laughs> remember I I mentioned some of the things that Justin needs to work with like the three or four things like dude and I don't want to go into like the the multitudinous number of things that he's great at but I will high point some of them you want somebody who's away he's not a fucking loser people. He, I'm trying because I'm trying. I'm like, what's the difference between him and Trubisky? They both struggle here. So why why was I so uh, Trubisky outside of some of my my own biases? I can I can look at that honestly and can only some of those are there. But then I'm like, no, dude, Trubisky wasn't the answer. He wasn't the answer before he got drafted. He wasn't the answer when he was here, and he became less of an answer the more I watched him, and that's played out over his career. But I look at Justin like Trubisky never won shit. You don't have to win everything in college to be good. I, I don't want to. I'm not trying to go there, you know. But you look at some things like they won a lot in Ohio State because of things Fields would do on the on on the field, okay, on the playing field. Never lost a Big Ten game. I mean, a lot of people can say that, okay. Back to back Big Ten championship. He took Ohio State to the playoffs back to back year. They, hey, everybody. You realize Ohio State played a national championship game under Justin Fields, right? <laughs> do, do you remember that? I mean, what the hell, dude? It's it's, it's weird. You know, he he he's a leader. He doesn't complain. The Lord knows he could complain. Okay, he's accountable. He plays hard. He's got that dog mentality. He's trying to make things happen. We have seen him put that team on his shoulders, more so last year than this year. I think he's been handcuffed by the coaching staff this year. But we saw him put that team on his shoulders last year. They weren't even going to be in any games if he wasn't doing what he did last year. And it wasn't all just running because there were some nice passes and some touchdown passes he made last year. And last that was night, the most entertaining 
three win team ever. <laughs> it was like ever. And check me if I'm wrong. I believe his career touchdown interception ratio at worst is one to one. It's getting close to two to one. I know this year I think it's two to one at twelve touchdown passes. Six twelve to six. Yeah. Right. And you you look at he's throwing about 198 yards per game. I think is where he's at right now. His passing percentage is better than it was last year. It's, in, it's improved each year. He's about 64% right now. I'm not saying these are great numbers, but keep in mind, he's still being handcuffed to some degree by, by this coaching staff. But he's been making these improvements. He's like, he's been making improvements, but no one's talking about that. They're just saying, you know, he's not making them fast enough. Like, okay, you realize that this year almost essentially is a new team. Offensive line wasn't healthy at the beginning of the year. Defense essentially front seven new coaching staff keeps firing people because of HR situations. <laughs> I mean, dude, there's so many things that are shitstorm and a clusterfucks around him. The fact that he's actually done what he's done. If you really look at it, that in of itself is amazing, but all they see and, is and, well, can't win. And my thing is, my thing is this, you so, you so big to say, go get this guy, go get this guy. But y'all always say it with the caveat and bring this coach with him. No, if the person's so goddamn good, we should be able to drop him right in and replace Justin. But but like like that's my thing. Like and and it's not the case. Like man, it's what quarterback would have done any better here under these same circumstances? None. And what quarterback from his peer group would have done better? Would Lawrence have done better? No. Not a, no. They would they would have been they they would have wanted Nagy gone like they like we all wanted, and they would have been screaming for Eberflus' head to be gone. Right, been on the coach, wouldn't be on the player. Would be on the coach. Hey, I uh, you, I just oh go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just about to say you got you got even though a lot of people be down on Zach Wilson, but it's still people that is blaming Salah. <laughs> Dude, I. I <laughs> Stop. Like, stop. Stop. He still get blamed. But, okay. Why, why doesn't he make a change? Like, okay, you realize he's not the GM, right? <laughs> you realize that Zach Wilson was the number two pick overall. You have to try and make that work. You have to try. And the fact that they admitted and before the year began, went out and wooed Aaron Rodgers, let you know that everybody knows that that pick was garbage. And the only reason why he's still on the team is because he was the number two pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. So your GM has to go out and find you town. Stop. Look, the defense, that's the one thing Eberflus was was losing in in terms of convincing people he should be a coach. Now, I still don't think he's a good head. I think he's proven he's a solid defensive coordinator. I don't think he's proven he's a good he's head coach a, at he's all. He's a really good defensive coordinator. Yes. Yes. Um the the strides that the Bears defense has made since the beginning of the season have been phenomenal. Um mind you, Josh Dobbs didn't look too good. <laughs> and what? and Sweat came. I think I think uh Montez Sweat's come in and uh Definitely really don't. made it made it made a huge difference uh on but, the defensive line. But, but even with that, I mean Dobbs was they was like winning screaming games. his par- praises. 
Yeah. I mean, and it ain't like what the defense did to him. They didn't do to Jared Goff. Right, right. Just didn't close it. Right. Right. And keep in mind, Dobbs, uh, they beat Dallas with the Cardinals. So, you know. Hey, I went back. I did some homework. Um, the Eagles played the Vikings earlier in the season. So I know, I know there's always this uh, comparison between Justin and and uh, Jalen Hurts. So I wanted to see, you know, what exactly did the did the Vikings do against the Eagles, and what did the Eagles do to uh, uh, to go Counter. against that 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 defense? So the Vikings did the exact same thing they did with the Bears. They blitzed all freaking day. Uh, they were sending five, six, seven guys uh, every play. Just like they did against the Bears, um, the Bears in in their situation decided to, like I said, run screens all day, which one or two, okay, I get, but it was play after play after play. It's the same fucking screen. Do same. a little screen. Do a halfback screen. So, uh, like I said, I went back. They played in week two, and basically, uh, they ran the football extremely well. Uh, Swift had uh, DeAndre Swift had I think 175 yards in that game rushing, so they ran the ball really well, and then um, they ran short routes. Uh, they did one play they got to uh, to AJ Brown, where they they sent everyone deep and basically he ran a he ran a drag route that mm-hmm. that became wide open because they sent everybody. He flashed over That's- the middle. That's the fourth down play. Pumped it to him, yeah, yeah. That we did to commit. Yeah, yeah. You mean you actually watched what somebody else did and put in this playbook? Put that in there. <laughs> Congratulations, guess. Um, and then I thought the the one thing I took away from it though was that and and and, and uh, Hertz was sacked four times in that game. All right, just throw that out there. But for the most part, Philly's offensive line was able. To block uh, the the blitz of of Minnesota, and so they were able to get some uh, some deep passes because they were able to to uh, to hold up the Bears' offensive line. I don't think were able to do that, especially up the middle with uh, with Patrick at center. Right, that's not it's it's not happening. I think there was one play where Justin D dropped back. He did what everybody tells him to do to stay in the pocket. And when I think the the rush came from the outside, he stepped up and everything just collapsed on him. Mm-hmm. All right, you can't you can't have that. So my thing is, I don't think Getsy necessarily doesn't have the confidence in Fields. I don't think he has the confidence in 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 what's in front of him in that offensive line right now, and that's why we were we were going screen all day. Just my take. Not saying that it was the right thing to do. Just what, nice just man. what I took you're, from you're, you're, you're a nice man. You're, you're you're a very you're a very pleasant human being. And I'm not and I'm not I'm not saying Getsy. I'm I'm saying this is this is on Getsy. You got I think you have to let it play out. But I think that's what that's what his thought his thought process was. In that. <laughs> that's his thought process. Again, you're a kind man because there's more than one way to beat a freaking blitz, man. You can't keep. You can't honestly keep thinking you're going to do the same play. I I, I didn't see a slant all game. Thank you. 
But it's how, slant. how complicated is a slant? Here's the other thing. When we watch the Saints, that, when we watch the Saints game, what do we see? That, what do they do with Bajan the whole damn game? Or at least 40-plus percent of the time, what do we see? Go on, go on, B. You want to say it? Because you said it. Uh, he's moving ago. the pocket. Moving the goddamn pocket. Move the pocket. How complicated but is that? that? But listen to this though. This is the second game against Minnesota, correct? Second game. First game, our opening play was a play to go to Blasting Game, right? Blasting Game, ain't that his name? Yeah, yeah fullback. That was empty, empty set. Fooled everybody with a full blitzing team, and our first read is the Blasting Game. Yeah, no that was that was that was play one. The that's first a, time. That's a twenty-yard gain on the whiteboard. Play two, play one of game two is a screen to Cole Komet. Yeah, nobody sees that coming either. What what the hell, dog? Switch it up on you, baby. <laughs> a screen? Why was well, I guess you call that one a tight end screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Cole Komet. Like, like that was the first play of the games. So I was like, when that, when that, happened, what the fuck? Why are we doing that to Cole Komet of all people? Because he's one of the highest paid tight ends in in the league. So you know, make him earn his money. Hey, look, man, it's it's smacks of non creativity. I mean, seriously, man, you and I, I don't want to hear you know the national media does this every time. I swear to God, I'm starting to feel like you a conspiracy theory, like. Is it something that the Bears are doing? Are they getting a hold of these guys when they have these meetings before the big time national games? They say, hey, you know, focus on what Getsy's doing, you know? And then when he gets to Getsy, hey, Getsy, you know, uh, make it look good, but, you know, find a way to still lose the game so we can get these draft picks. I, it just, I, I don't believe that, but that's just what it, it's almost starting to feel that way. Cause like, how can you be this bad all the time the same way? How? Until it get, until it get bad, bad. And then all of a sudden you let you call play you, you call up. a game that we've been waiting on you to call. That's that's what's that's what's weird to me. Look, man, good coordinators can make average players look good. Good players look better. A great or great players look outstanding. And there are times, and same thing conversely with bad coordinators, which I believe is what we're seeing. But there are times when the athlete literally saves the play caller from himself. Really? I mean, and I don't care how good the play caller is. You can be Andy Reid. And there are times when Mahomes bails his ass out. And Andy Reid, because he's a relatively humble person considering his station in his career, he'll be like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick, uh, he saw some stuff out there and he, he made appropriate adjustment changes. And uh, Pat, Patrick does those kind of things. It makes him, That's what makes him special. Uh, okay. How many Patrick Mahomeses are there in the league, man? Everybody's out here thinking that somehow or the other, the next person we get is going to be that dude. Exactly. Like how many that dudes are on teams? And you know who's getting a big pass? I, you hear crumbles and this whispers a little bit. But you know who's getting a, a big ass? Who's been getting a big ass pass the last probably year, year and a half? Who doesn't do all the things? He doesn't do the same type of things that Justin gets criticized uh, ad nauseum about? Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, hey, man, you're supposed to be that guy. Hey, you know, win, win despite the coach. No, he loses because of the coach, but he gets a pass because I guess he was offensive rookie of the year. He looks good throwing the ball. He's got nice swept. A whole bunch of things that Justin doesn't have, and he has it in abundance and still can't 
win games? What's his win loss record? You know, compared compared to the talent that he has. So, so I, I Justin is not at that station yet in his career where he's going to be able to save the coaches from themselves because you can tell he's too hamstrung by what the coaches are asking him to do. You know, Brett Favre would never have been Brett Favre if Mike Holmgren wasn't Mike Holmgren. Because Brett Favre was wild throwing the ball. He, you know, he's a gun, he's a gunslinger when it's cool. Gunslinger. I'm like, he's a tur- fucking turtle machine. He's killing you. What are you talking about? But you know, he pulls it out at the end. Well, yeah, because he put you down in the hole. But Mike Holmgren had to rein him in. And once he reined him in and got him to stop being wild, man. You saw, well, I don't think he should have had back-to-back MVPs. You know, I don't think he should have been three times. But he at least one or, one or two times, he you know, he was a legit MVP winner. And, and pretty much every year, he's an MVP candidate. Same thing with John Elway. People forget, man, those two dudes have the most interceptions in, in NFL history, I believe. And they're both Hall of Famers. Yeah, I know Favre is one. Yeah. yeah and, El- and, and, he, and, he, he passed Elway along the I way. I mean, and people forget Troy Aikman was what? In his first two seasons, probably just as bad as. Justin. Oh, he went. He went one and fifteen. One fifteen, but that was a whole that 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 situation. I won't even make it comparable because that whole team was bad. The, the coaching, the whole ownership, everything was new to the NFL, and it's the Cowboys, so they're always going to get people's best game. And they were the Cowboys, the renegade guys that came in and got rid of Landry. So even if you weren't a Cowboy fan, the establishment felt like, hey, who are these renegades coming in? Right, doing to, 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 to get rid of, right, to get rid of a legend. Right, right, right. And so they were catching hell, but it all changed dramatically because of, you know, Jimmy Johnson knew what the fuck he was doing and, and swindled the, the Vikings, so on and so forth. They got talent, and once you get talent with better coaching, you win. And you look, you look at what happened with John Elway. I mean, hey, Reeves is a good coach, but I don't know who the offensive coordinator was. Might have been Reeves or whatever, but he couldn't get over the hump. Mike Shanahan gets there and says, hey, John, look, you got to stop doing what you've been doing your whole career, which is not easy to get a leopard to change the spots. And we got to do this so we can win championships. Coaching makes a difference. You get a different OC in here. And someone was saying, like, well, who are you going to find? And I've been asking the same question. Well, maybe you do what Washington did. What did Washington do this year? They got a guy who was an offensive coordinator, but you couldn't make that lateral move and make him like an offensive coordinator again, per se, unless you gave him something else, you know, a little more, a little spice to it. So he was the associate was, head coach. Yeah, assistant head coach. No, no, not assistant. Associate head coach, which is a little bit different. Assistant sounds like I'm still your, your lackey. Associate sounds like I'm closer to being a peer. So the Bears could very much do the same thing to find somebody and make him an associate head coach. But what it also does, it guarantees, it guarantees you, but it, it provides you with another option that Ibraflus can't be a better head coach. You have somebody in there that can step in mm-hmm. and assume the duties, I, so on and so forth. I don't know what else. It might be, it might be in the CHGO podcast, and one of them said, man, how about we just demote Flus to the DC and hire a new head coach? <laughs> I, I'm like, what? If you and, could. So, and one of them said, "Look, I think he's nice enough to do it." Right? <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no way he gonna go for that, say, man. man what? You know what? It's if he funny, did, wait, wait, if he did go for it, I would, I would say, nah. You know I wouldn't what? be nah, surprised. I can't. I can't. I can't. I be take surprised. That. 
Coaching you got you got at least you got to at least take a couple of years off before you right. go back as the as DC as the DC. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. you can't oh, just man. take the demotion. No, nah, no. Nah. Nah. Coaching coaching union won't let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is yeah, an idea. Yeah, yeah, and I, hey, it makes and it, and it makes sense. <laughs> but clearly, if that's the and that's the thing that kills me. You can see it with your two eyes that the offensive coordinator. It's not a good offensive coordinator. You can tell that clearly the, there's a problem there. So why isn't Justin afforded more latitude when you realize he's got to deal with that guy being his coach? And I've been saying it all along since last year, into last year, into, into this year. The issue with Justin, he's got some gridiron PTSD, but it pretty much boils down to not that he's scared. and he His hesitation, all, a lot of those things are based on trust, man. The trust isn't there. And when he has trust, you see him and DJ Moore have that trust. Him and Commit have that trust. It's crazy. He lost that trust in Mooney. Well, it's 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 a little bit, but it's not all Justin because the coaching staff is having Mooney like do shit like where he's like blocking more. It's like, dude, he ain't bigger than me. Why you got him in there blocking as much? And why aren't you developing better routes for him? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but you're right. You know, it's not there. It's not there where it was with Mooney. It has to be reestablished. Yeah, but you know, but that's this, the coaching staff, this, man. This there with it's there with DJ. It's there. I, it's wild. Whenever Justin seems to be in trouble, the the receiver he's fine. <laughs> DJ Moore. Well, that's, he should. That's what he should. That, be. And that's that's how it should be. But it's like it's like DJ nowhere to be when Justin is in trouble. Something that I used to scream in the past, like dog, when Justin is in trouble, where somebody should be getting open, <laughs> right? Somebody and 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 now we have that guy. Like DJ is already over a thousand yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's it's certain things that people just don't want to fess up about, right? It's, like it's, it's 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 weird. It's just weird. Like, like I said, DJ was my quarter, was, has been my receiver in fantasy all year long. Them four games, Justin wasn't there. DJ barely cracked 50 yards receiving the game. <laughs> Justin comes back, he's been 98 and 1 or whatever. Like, Justin won 11, I think it was. But Justin, like, like they really got a connection. Like, and that to me shows, like, man, you get another dynamic receiver next to him, that can be very scary. Mm-hmm. You get a center, a true center who can, you know, hold up and snap it to his ball. chest. Yeah, because he's always playing fucking. That's another thing. He, you snap it bad, and you getting beat. So the quarterback is having right, to jump. right, right, <laughs> and the closest, the, the the fastest person to you is is the shortest distance travel. Like, That's right up the middle. Me. Yeah, it, go. Uh, that's that's got to be priority one in, in free agency, I think. Or draft them. There's some decent centers coming out. There's a kid at uh, Georgia coming out. You get you know day end of day two or beginning of day three. Um, you got a kid in, in the West Virginia. He just got hurt, a uh, lower leg issue. I think Riley. I think it's his last name. I can't remember his first name. Uh, who, who's pretty nice. He's been all Big Twelve. I think three years in a row. You know, so there are players out there. I wanted to, I wanted the Bears to get the kid from Minnesota that came out this year, uh, John Schmitz. We get his middle initial, I think of John C. Smith, something like that, or whatever. Because the dude's like 6'5, 315, and, and 
and really good at being a center. Um, you're not going to run him over. Even if you don't know what he's doing, you're not going to run him over. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's just look, man. This 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 guy doesn't utilize the players he has. I, I, again, Tanya's been missing all season. You know, Tyler Tyler Scott, like, dude, why why aren't we seeing some underneath routes with these well, we crossing routes with these guys? We we saw Tyler Scott last week against Detroit, and he uh, he dropped you know the, the, ball. the drop pass. Yeah. Now, look, man, that, like that doesn't happen. I mean, hey, I, I saw Devontae Adams drop a ball <laughs> that he should have caught. You know, when, when your head ain't right, or, or I'm sorry, I haven't, I haven't forgotten. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but when when your confidence isn't, it's, that's part of the reason why sometimes your confidence isn't there is because you don't know that you can do it, or you haven't been in a situation or 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 things that have led up to you to where you've built some of your confidence. How do you build? Some, it's the same thing with Bayless Jones. I mean, look, Bayless has been a problem. I and I, you know, I'm not gonna cut him any slack there. He's created a lot of his own problems. But damn, dude, I'm like, do something to build that guy's confidence. Like, get him some easy passes. You know, put put these guys on slant routes. And you put a look but if I you mean, don't if you if you don't think they can get off press, if you don't think they can get off press coverage, put them in a slot and have them do a quick slant. Now, outside outside of Vela's running jet sweeps, he's ran one of the best routes I've seen, and that was the game I was at against Buffalo, <laughs> the deep route that Justin hit him. And it looked like he Justin was throwing it to no man's land, and Bayless was able to run under it between two defenders. Like outside of that, I don't know if I seen Bayless run an actual route outside of doing jet sweeps. Well, he, he dropped that one ball that he was at the end zone waiting for it. To oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're but, right. But he had yep. to work against his body because he was going so fast and the ball was under yep, thrown. Right, I forgot all he about fell it. down. <laughs> Still couldn't catch what? it, poor guy. Poor guy. So, uh, I, but I'm just saying, you know, you got all the speed and equanimous. I mean, like, dude, he he can do more than block, man. Yes. I, I mean, Jesus Christ, he's a hell like, of a blocker. I I get it, but Jesus, I mean, we saw him catch a touchdown pass last year. Okay, you know, I mean, the dude can't catch. I'm not saying he's got the best hands in the world, and he has dropped some passes, but you you do something to build their confidence. You, you don't use your, your Ebner is Ebner. Does he is he still on the team? No, I don't think he's on the team anymore. Okay. Well, Homer, is he still on the team? Uh, I guess he's on special teams. Right, but he – Wait, didn't... Ebner wasn't running when with, with Foreman when all the bats was out? That wasn't Ebner? No, no that was Evans. Dra- Remember Drayton Evans? Was... That yeah. was Darrington Evans. You're right. Darrington Evans. But, I mean, it's like, dude, like all your running backs can catch the ball. Some are better route runners than others, but they can all have hands to catch the ball. You're not even – Utilizing them other than on the screen to catch the pass. Like, come on, dude. Your tight ends. I mean, I just he his utilization of players is just so myopic. Like he can't see past just these set number of plays that he always seems to be using in a column. You look at Eberflus, and this is how you can tell the difference between culture. You look at Eberflus, you see that defensive front is like it's got different rotations. You you're seeing you know, Dervon Dexter get better game in, you know, each game. He's getting more reps. He's doing more yeah. things. You're seeing uh, Zach Pickens play. You're seeing you're seeing all these guys play, and you're seeing them used in different spots. You're seeing Walker sometimes use, you know, in the interior because of his quickness. They can get more of a pass rush. You know, things that you can see these players being utilized in ways that you put them in positions to succeed but also get the best – use of their athleticism that's why this defense is starting to look better because they're getting more comfortable doing it 
they get what's being asked of them and they're not they're put in situations where they can be the best or utilize the best part of their skill set or their attributes. The other guy doesn't do that, man. He actually works against you. He's working against Justin. And, and I swear to God, I'm going to punch a fucking wall next time somebody says, what does Stewie do best when he runs the ball? No, stop. Stop. The quarter, the head coach at, at Ohio State knew what kind of athlete he had, and he still got the best out of Justin passing the ball. Same thing with Stroud, okay? He's got lesser talent now at quarterback in Ohio State, but that quarterback has gotten better over the course of the year. Even though he's got super talent around to throw the ball to, that quarterback still wasn't good. He was much better towards the end of the year. And that's what you want to see. But that's a coach who knows how to get you to do what you And it's the stuff doesn't just happen in games, not just on game day, people. It happens in practice. It happens with routine and repetition and correcting what is wrong. And you can't tell me Justin is not coachable. I just there's no way you can tell me he's not coachable. Because that usually you, you, you can tell you more times than not, and you can speak to it. I mean, you're a coach, uh, B. But more times than not, kids who are or players or athletes who aren't coachable, usually attitudinally, you see something bristle about them. Mm-hmm. Unless Justin's a hell of an actor and he just keeps it like a volcano, like Mount St. Helens just simmering and at some point it's going to blow. I say more times than not, what we've seen with Justin with all the bullshit and the physical abuse he's put up with, it would have come out by now that wasn't his personality. Guy's mm-hmm. coachable. Guy's and, accountable. And, and dude is a a hell of a teammate. You can see that, and you can you can see that in so many like, and so many of them on this team. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, I want to say when we kick the field goal to win the game, you saw Bajan like and Justin face like, like it's like <laughs> dog. These dudes really do rock with each other, like. It's crazy how like how the media could spin things and really control stuff. Like with Justin coming out in the middle of the lock in the locker room and, and stepping up and at the Eberflus talking and you know saying what he said and like the way the team we appreciate you like 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 dog they they rock with each other like and this has been a, this hasn't just been a struggle for Justin he's taken the beating of it he's taken right. the blunt of it because he's Which, a quarterback he's a quarterback but this has been hard for all of them and they've been fighting through this shit together like and that's the one thing that is like these dudes have not turned on each other the only goofy that turned on Wait, the team is no longer there yeah. and he damn near probably be gone from Miami Soon they don't play the motherfucker. He's been inactive four to seven games. He's been there. Got one catch for like ten yards or something like that. Like so, that tells you everything with that dude. Like so, it them dudes rock with each other. And and like I said earlier, to win a game the way they want it, if don't let them win the next game. They win the next one. We could see a turnaround. Well, you saw it with the Lions last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Justin brought that up uh, earlier this year. Like, because it's it's something to be. I, I tell people all the time when you don't when you lose like they've been losing, you start to shoot yourself in the foot. Right. right. Because you don't know how to win, and right. we've had though we've had too many of those this year. Broncos right. game, 
Then you got the Detroit game. Right. And then you win a ugly game that you were in control of all game, that you <laughs> that you put yourself in position to be losing, and then you you battle to win that game. This could really be the turnaround. Now, let's see how they go into this bye to come out of this bye the right way. Well, none of the teams are don't not all the teams are beautiful. Yeah. Now Cleveland's defense, you know, definitely gonna be a problem. Atlanta's playing with more conviction and something to play for since they're in first place now. But them and the Bears are kind of the same team in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh you know, Arizona. Know. Arizona's got Kyler Murray to for as a factor to consider, but they're beatable. Uh Detroit should have lost. And uh was the last team we got? Oh, in Green Bay. And Green Bay's playing with a renewed conviction as well. But again, that's a team that is very much beatable. Nobody on that schedule scares me. And mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna win all of them, but of the five remaining games, I can see three and two, and I can see us that means seven and seven and ten, which if you go back, we thought they'd be floor six, seven wins. Yeah. It's which an improvement, a, like, which is a thousand, a thousand percent. Yeah, already, no, my, my, my floor was like four. Your floor was four, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, we they, four. they've reached your floor, they're on the ass floor we, right now. We it's one like, game improved from last year. <laughs> you know, you go in the elevator, you Look, got that star, and you know what the lobby remember, is. Remember, remember, there was somebody Look. on this podcast that came on and said they were gonna win 11 games, and, and I, I certainly didn't see that. Was that who was that? Didn't didn't Sean? Uh, was that Sean? Uh, Sean okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he come on? <laughs> yeah, Sean's a hey, Sean's his, a fan. His, his defense take is starting to come. It, he, he's come right. He's, yeah, but it, it took it took it took a getting, while though. Getting it another uh, another guy, a playmaker, to come in. It took a while. Well, I did, I I, before even, that, I didn't see it. Before that, it was just coming along more slowly, but it was there. You saw tenets of it there. But again, it was harder to be better late in the game because they weren't able to close out. And they still have struggles closing out, but you're starting to see it better. Look, man, yeah, I don't know if you remember that stat I was telling you guys about last year, or I think I mentioned it either last year before the season began or, or beginning part of the season where when Eberflus was the DC for the Colts, how I think they averaged around 120 plus pressures those years he was there, but the low interception uh amount that they got was 14 his last year there's dc they got 19 interceptions now last year for us we weren't getting anywhere near those that kind of pressure i think we had around 85 86 pressures but we still have 14 picks last year and i said coming to this year we should get more pressure up the middle if nothing else and that's before we got swept or we got in and you're starting to see the interceptions pile it was eight interceptions the last two weeks or three weeks or whatever I mean, they're they're really starting to pile, and that's the they'll, they'll think about the ones that have been dropped. What they have, they had Johnson again. Maybe it's have, maybe, it's, maybe it's eight turnovers or whatever in the last two weeks or whatever. But it's eight turnovers, seven picks, seven right. picks. Right there, yeah. you go. So, dude, that that's half of fourteen, bro. In like two weeks, so we still got five games left. And just think about the ones that were dropped. Jalen should have two more picks. Should have so, another pick six. Right. So this team will probably generate somewhere between 14 and 20 interceptions by the time the season's over, which is right in line with what Iberflus was pretty much preaching and saying. And if you pay attention to the context clues, which motherfuckers 
just don't these days because everybody's in a hurry to be where they were. You know, they, they need to be there yesterday. Everybody's in a hurry. They don't quite understand it. Sometimes there's still a process. If you're paying attention to context clues, it was that's why Eberflus, when he said it like in around early October, he's like, oh, it's it's coming. And people are like, hey, what are you talking about? Because sometimes people, they can only see what's right here. Not yeah. here, not here, but like what's like right smack dab in their face. It's like, no, dude, if you if you look, it's coming, but a few more guys need to get healthy, blah, blah, blah. And so, so yeah, man, I I, I think we both have been pretty much, we've all kind of been saying it, if Eberflus is kept. And I can see why Poles was like, okay, I'm going to keep you, at least when he said it, you know, several weeks ago, because the locker room wasn't lost. Everything you just spoke to be in terms of the locker room and how that, that vibe is. But you could also see on defense, you could see a little bit more. You know, and on offense, it just it could be there. If, if look, if Getsy paid attention to what the fuck he was doing and, and what worked, and actually stuck with that instead of being a knucklehead, and had game plans similar to building off of what they did last year and the things that had success this year, i.e., the Broncos game, and then uh, who was that right after the Broncos? The Washington uh, game. Washington. And then to some degree, what he was doing with the, with the Lions, the Lions bringing some heat too. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the lines don't come after you, but you got to build on it, man. And he, I don't think I think he's proven he's just he's I don't know I don't know where his head is, but man, anybody thinking that getting rid of Justin is going to somehow solve our problems, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and I venture to say to you, what's worse? And this is the narrative people out there. Hey. You know what? You can't have another first pick overall and pass on quarterbacks again because you missed out on Stroud. Well, there was no guarantee you were going to take Stroud. You right. might have taken, weren't taking right. nobody. You get, talking about you, you, get, you get you got Skip Bayless saying that now when when he was solely on TV saying, "Young Bryce Young, Bryce Young, the Bears are going to regret." Not taking Bryce Young because that kid is going to be this, this, and that. When when the Bears now, had- now when. Now with him talking to Keyshawn and what's his name is, you can't afford to pass up on another Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Oh, CJ Stroud was in your fucking all these all these all these talking heads. They forget that that uh, their stuff is 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 recorded on <laughs> on on tape. Now well, it's not even on tape. Now it's 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 in a server, but it's recorded. And everybody said when the Bears had number one pick, the pick was Bryce Young. Yeah. All right. Nobody was talking about CJ Stroud at one. No. So well, outside of outside, outside of, of, us, of, of of the GM. Of us. I, I mentioned. I, I I wasn't saying CJ Stroud. I, I I wasn't saying Bryce Young. You go back. And well, I didn't like. Us, I, 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 I didn't say we was taking a quarterback. Though. I didn't. Right. 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 I said trade the pick, which they ended up doing. But uh, but yeah, if they were going to take, if they were going to keep that pick, it was it was bright. The, the pick was Bryce Young. So stop stop with the CJ Stroud argument. And everyone was saying how because Carolina's in a trash division, but Frank Wright had zero to do. Adam Thielen was a weapon before he wasn't in the mm-hmm. media eyes, and now it's man, he has nothing. Adam Thielen is a dinosaur. Like I said, I was at the game live. He was missing the receivers. A lot of throws behind, high, low, was not hitting receivers in stride, and they tried to blame it on the receiver. I was there. The guy did not look good. Now, I'll give him. Somebody was like, well, 
and you're getting pressure, you're small, it's going to make you to be fidgety. Well, that contributes to you not being good. Just saying. Like, <laughs> you know, I'll give him that pass of being a rookie, but like he had opportunities to beat the Bears. I was and, there. And if it's quarterback versus quarterback, as everybody wants to, wants to, you know, to, to, to put it, because, you know, it's not the other, that has nothing to do with the other 10 guys out on the field. It's all about the quarterback. He lost to the rookie in Beijing. <laughs> D two right. guy, so D two guy, yeah. right. and he and hey, and he beat CJ Stroud. <laughs> His only win, yeah. His only win was against right, yeah. right. So, <laughs> but you know, it's it's like if you think that you know Justin's not the answer, what makes you think that the answer lay with starting completely over again? Which quarterback of- is the right quarterback? When when you when you rebut on these statements of these quarterbacks, the the next thing they want to talk about is resetting the clock. I get that, if that ain't the now that's one of the laziest takes. Yeah, in my opinion, because just like on speak, oh, this was the funniest shit of that segment. Acho saying, "You can't afford like this is probably one of the most." talented quarterback classes ever like you don't want you don't want it to end up being you don't want to pass on this and then you run into another trevor lawrence justin field like but at the time that was one of the most talented draft classes ever for quarterbacks so this could be just as bad or it can be good that's the chance you take it's a risk it's a risk on both sides risk it's right. a risk. And, and no and no one knows what the right answer is. Well, here's my question. What I was trying to say earlier was that what's worse? Is it worse that you miss out on drafting a quarterback that could be, you know, the answer to all your problems? I won't say generational, but just a franchise quarterback. And you decide to keep Justin, you miss out on drafting a franchise quarterback. Or you do go that route and try to find and start over and do the reset. You let Justin go. Maybe you trade him, get some picks, whatever. And Justin goes wherever he goes, and then he gets the right coaching. And it's like, oh snap! Be like, worse. wait, you had you right? What's worse? Oh, you had that's that worse. in your thing, right? To me, it's that's worse. worse. You had that, worse. and you let that go and couldn't do anything with it. That's been then, that's that's been the only thing saving the bear that no quarterback that has mm-hmm. left here has popped. Yeah, because they did a horrible what job drafting. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And no one really feared. But a lot of people feared that Justin can get out of here. Yeah. That could be scary. If you I get the right organization. Well, there's a small part of me. Because the, the other part is like, no, I don't want you to go. But a small part of me says, free Justin Fields. There's a, that look, let the man go. Free him. He, he, like, go somewhere where you're appreciated and that you the place that you deserve to go to and that will show you appreciation and you'll deserve one another. But I don't want him to go because I know how good he potentially can be. And again, I go back to uh, what is the difference between him and Trubisky? And I saw Trubisky get smaller and smaller year in and year out. I saw a guy who looked like he wasn't improving on this crowd. I saw a guy who was missing throws that were easy throws, throwing behind people, you know, making court, putting quarterbacks, or man, not quarterbacks, putting his receivers in harm's way some of his passes, not running when the opportunities were there to run, not do anything to really make anybody 
anybody else or carry the team in any form of fashion. Like even in his best year, that year the Bears went to the playoffs. Well, the first year the Bears went to the playoffs when they, you know, had the number one defense in the league and everything. Outside of the Tampa Bay game, I'm watching this guy, and every time he had a chance to do a game-winning drive where he put the team in field goal range, do you realize those kicks were 40-plus yards, like 45-yard? It's like they weren't easy field goals. The Miami game, he got them in field like goal range. It was a 50-something. 50, 50 uh, Cody Park, he missed by 53. Missed from 53 in that game. Uh, the there was one game. other. Was it, a Gi- was it the Giants uh, game? No. That was, that was an overtime Green game. Bay. Green Bay. The first game, of, I think it was Green Bay. It was the first game of the season, Green Bay. It was like a 47 That wasn't yard. a missed field goal, was it? I think he did miss a field goal. I think really? it wasn't a missed field goal towards the end. Yeah, he missed so many that year. Who knows? And then I was the double The double doink was from 41. That He should have made that. Uh, and bad weather. He did make it. Then they called a timeout. But again, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's like Justin, when he did what he did Monday night, I was like, just please don't do the Trubisky. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you got to a point to where it was around the 15 yard. Like, I was actually like, okay, I know you don't want to go for it because you don't want to get a turnover yeah. or whatever, but y'all still had time to at least try and score a touchdown. Or try whatever. to score a touchdown. Yeah, because right. then no, no, I get it. No, I no, no, it. no. That's yeah. I get, I get it. Well, my, my point is he got close enough that the field goal really shouldn't have been anything but a layup that it was. To me, that's 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 getting someone that's a game winning, you know, drive. You get him to I mean, you know, Trubisky's anyway. My point being, there are things that Justin does that lets me know he's not Mitch Trubisky. There is a difference. There's a there's a there's a there's a there's a whole accountability thing, you know, Trubisky. You know, whatever he said, uh, you know, uh, it's us, it's we. You know, he ain't really mean it. I, I, I never, I, just, I never, not... I never saw Trubisky, um, uh, be that vocal leader, right? No. I, I, I do. I remember uh, Khalil Mack having to pump up Trubisky before a game to to try to get his confidence up. You don't, you don't see that happening with with Justin Fields. No. Look, Justin had every reason, and we saw it in his face. The first interception, he was he was like F. Like you saw, he's like he comes back, you know, Ted, on his so chest. Me. That's on me. That's on me. That second one, <laughs> all right, man. Don't cry on national TV. Nah, please, he like he wants to cry. Oh, because that, that everything, his eye, everything about his face was like he had that light skin, you know, redness around the eyes. Like, oh, don't let it, don't let. And you could tell it's just like man. So you think like that's an opportunity where you know you could just crumble. Mm-hmm. And they got the chance back, you know, and you knew he was grateful. But you also tell it, you know what? Like you say, he ran with the ball. He ran with conviction. He he never stops playing with conviction. And Man, I think and that's one, the biggest difference. One thing, what I feared that last drive after that second, I'm like, that first play, it looked like he had it in his mind. I'm not about to fuck this up. And it just, <laughs> it, just it was like one of them. I'm not gonna mess up this time. And usually, when you have that type of, you mess so, up because you try so too I'm hard. Like, I'm like, oh man, he about to try super <laughs> hard. I'm like, just relax, just relax. You got time. But he came through. Damn, I was about to ask something. Oh, I I just want to know why I can't. It's kind of like a two part, uh, statement. Why can't Justin just get the get the chance like Daniel Jones? I mean, I I still can't 
I still can't wrap my head around how <laughs> the media praised this guy. 15, intercept, 15 touchdowns. 15, 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. I, I just can't. I just can't seem to wrap my head around this. Uh, dude, the, the James Jones conundrum, to me, I'm like, man, y'all should be looking for another quarterback. Like, as quickly as the Arizona Cardinals get rid of Rosen, whatever his name was. Oh, Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. And got Kyle Murray. I granted, I know it's the first pick overall, but it's like uh, New York. Um, you might be in a position to have. Well, now, now that Tommy DeVito messed that up for him, but yeah, won two games in a row. One two games in a row. Shout out, which to is another line. reason why Danny, 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 Danny Dimes should be getting killed. If Tommy DeVito comes in there, you win a game. But guess what? We're not hearing that. We're not hearing that. No, we ain't no. hearing nothing. But, but. But what's the come in and go two and two? With three interceptions or three touchdown passes and six, six interceptions. Interception. I hope Justin's watching them and learning <laughs> from them. Just, yeah. Just weird. Like, like, why are the Bears even a topic? Why? They're not well, a winning team. And 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 I, and it has zero to do with the market. Because guess who ain't a topic on these shows when they talk NBA? The goddamn Bulls. And guess who ain't a topic when they talk about baseball? The goddamn White Sox and Cubs. So why is it that the Bears, when the Bears win, they not even talked about this much? It, it's weird, dude, because I've, I've always wanted them to talk uh, is, more about the Bears. And when they got been Justin a, it's, been, it's been a polarizing uh, topic, so. But why? You know, I, I don't know. And you know who else doesn't get? I used to get mad because the Bears would have a great game on Sunday, and, and nobody no would talk about it. Yeah, you get no love. I used to be mad about that shit. Now, if they have a good game, they're gonna talk about them. But we gonna have the, more. We've had far more. The bad twelve, games. the twelve they're and four year, the twelve and four year. Nobody Probably talked anything. about them, and then of course the double doink cap, and that's and they what they stop. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just being we're not on the East Coast, man. Now it's something. Something you said earlier about it being Chicago. Something about Chicago. It's just it's they they pile on to the they find man, a narrative. I'm telling you, and, and Jordan, it's lazy and they stick. Jordan fucked up a lot of people's hearts. <laughs> the Jordan effect, especially especially New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, man, those Bulls years, we we were we were the number one topic for a for a ten year period. And, and New York was soon? and New York was we were in their way. Yeah. Hey, we got the bye week. Enjoy it. No game, so uh, relax on Sunday. Take the week off. <laughs> the Bears did. How did yeah? They get the entire week off. Too much. You know what? It's thirteenth. It's, it's late in the season, so maybe maybe it's just it's it's been a long. Bodies. Yeah, I, I buy it. Okay, and, right. and so much else is going on in that up yeah. in the house hall. They, like, they need to get away. Free your mind. I got it. <laughs> I got it. All right, let's move on to uh, to your neck of the woods, Glenn. College football. It is championship week. Uh, college Screw football. Alabama playoff rankings have come out <laughs> and. Yeah, the top eight. 
are pretty much, I mean, they're scenarios that, you know, any of those teams can make it. Uh, right now, Georgia's one, Michigan two, Washington three, Florida State four, all undefeated. And then you got the one loss teams, Oregon five, Ohio State six, Texas seven, and Alabama eight. Uh, yes. Alabama and Georgia will meet up in the SEC title game. Georgia will uh, probably lose. It is. Who's Washington playing in the uh, Pac-12? Oregon. 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 Rematch. Okay. Washington probably uh, lose. Michigan, Iowa in the Big Ten. Michigan's going to crush Iowa. And then yeah. uh, Florida State and Louisville. Louisville? I believe so, yes. Yeah, that's it. Yep. It is shit, man. Uh, no, I see. Here's the thing. I was one David Hall. He listens. Shout out to you, David. going to crush you here a little wait, bit. Wait, wait, wait. He listens to us? I'm saying if he does. Oh, he should. Uh, oh, I thought you said he. I thought that was. I a, thought you said too. Yeah, I was like, well, really? I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna tell him that I've crushed him on our show. Maybe he'll listen. Okay. Uh, but no, he. It, it, I'm, I'm teasing. Uh, and David, uh, <laughs> like, 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 and respect a lot. But he was it, per a show today. He was in our studio today, and he was like, "No way, you're gonna tell me Florida State one of the best teams in the country." I thought the whole purpose of this committee was to find the four best teams. Not necessarily so the best teams or the teams with the best record. And I said, "Yes, it's both." Oh, come on! You can't tell me Florida State's one of the best. I said, "Why are you going?" Dude, they played an entire season, and because one player is gone, you're gonna punish the entire program. Right? You but can't. But it's a quarterback. Play. It's the quarter. I say like, that doesn't matter. And he he and people don't realize that, sometimes that, I set that, you up. It, uh, I, 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 you gave to Cardell Jones. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. What what did he say? Because he kept talking. I said, I said, well, I said, I said it's not just the quarterback. I said, well, I said, but it's a team. I mean, they have a really good defense. They'll have a week to prepare for them. You know, if they beat Louisville, they got two weeks. No, you can't. And I said, well, you know what? And I said, I'm going to drop kick your whole point. He said, what do you, what do you mean? I said, Ohio State won the third string quarterback, and they won a national championship. And I just love it when a person just shuts the fuck up. <laughs> and they get to see them look at their face like, God damn, you got me. They just fell to the pit. A, a slow quicksand of their own making. I'm like, yeah. So you play it out. You don't punish Florida State. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know the matchups. You don't know how the defense is going to respond. You don't know if the backup quarterback. What's the reason why he's a backup? I'm like, so Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers is a backup to Brett Favre. They're both Hall of Famers. You don't know how good the backup is or isn't. You don't know if if he's getting ticked because he's putting the time and it's more Mitch, of those, especially in Mitch, college. Mitch Trubisky was uh, Marquise Williams' backup. <laughs> Yeah, and he sucks. Uh, <laughs> so, so, but yeah, I mean, you don't you don't know if if it's a certain uh, terms of hierarchy in terms of this guy has he's been here he's been the guy so you'd have to wait your turn and that happens in college especially at programs when you have a top notch program you have that so you don't know so no you don't punch if Florida State wins out they most definitely deserve to be in there I don't care if you don't like them because their quarterback's gone to me it's that just means you don't watch Florida State. You don't know what, dude. They got a, a wide receiver who's going to be a top, who's going to be a first round pick. Kenyon Coleman's going to be a first round pick. They got Johnny Walker, who's probably going to be a, a Johnny Wilson. Excuse me, Johnny Walker. I drink too Johnny much. Walker, Johnny yeah. Wilson. <laughs> That's what's in the glass over there. That's right now. Like, you got Johnny Wilson, who <laughs> arguably is going to be a late day two, maybe early day three pick at worst. You got a running back. If running backs were valued, their running back would be probably first rounder, but he's first round talent, probably be taken in the third round or fourth round 
good offensive linemen, and there's some players on defense who are solid as well. And it's Florida State, guys. It's not like it's Utah State, okay? Yeah. You know, it's not like it's uh, Utah. All right, devil's advocate here. I'm not all saying right. they're the Florida State of old, but it's they, not a BS program. Strength of schedule? Yeah. Michigan hasn't played anybody, so stop. Outside of Ohio State and a Penn State team They that beat has the no number offense. one team in the country. Oh, my God, dude. You said Ohio strength State of schedule. We were number four. Okay. You said strength of schedule. That oh, wait, there was there were three. They were three. They dropped them to two at the time of the game. Yeah, once again, you said strength okay, of they, schedule. Let's right. stop talking about one team is your strength. Of, if one team is your strength right. of schedule, you ain't the strength of schedule schedule. They beat, okay. Wait, 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 wait. They beat LSU when they were number five in the country first week of the season. Michigan. They beat they beat Duke. I'm talking about Florida State here. Oh, they okay. beat Duke. That stop right there. Well, Those teams are still ranked. They beat Duke when they were 16. And Duke is still ranked. Okay. All right. Other than that. Louisville. They're... They haven't played Louisville. That's weird because they're on the same. Well, I guess when no. they, they, they let divisions go this year. They they're play, on the same yeah. side. But what's everybody else's resume? Lu- Michigan State's res—I mean, Michigan's resume is garbage outside of Penn State, who has nothing but defense in their offense, and in the Ohio State game. Everybody else. No, Michigan did piss me off when they—they uh, uh, they didn't cover the spread against UNLV. That, that <laughs> right. pissed me off. Well, no, was, was it UNLV or was it Fresno State? Same difference. I, I, I made a bet. <laughs> it's the same difference. <laughs> it was—it was, it you was UNLV. If they, anybody they, should, they had a—they—they they had a—they uh, were thirty-point favorites. And they won 35-7. <laughs> if anybody should be pissed off, it should be Washington. Because they've probably had the hardest strength of schedule of those teams of the top. And why is no, no one's talking about Washington right now? Uh, I've been talking about the motherfuckers since before the season began. Well, I know you are. And we talked we talked about them uh, yes. uh, earlier this year. We talked about the entire, the entire Pac-12. Pac-12, right. Now, their defense is falling moment of off. Si- mo- moment of silence for the Pac-12. Moment of silence, yes. But... Uh, yeah, you're right. Michigan. Mm. Look, Washington hasn't quite been as virulent as they were before they played Oregon. I don't know if the playing the Oregon game took a little bit of something out of them. And Oregon has looked better than Washington after they lost to Washington. You know, the teams they played, how they handled and dispatched some of these teams. But Washington's still undefeated. And they struggle against Washington State, but that's the Apple Bowl. It's a rivalry. Everybody struggles against their rivals, particularly if the rival thinks they can do something to upset you because they don't give an F. Because they Man, just Alabama beat Auburn barely. Yeah, yes. three points. Florida, yeah. Yeah. Florida State struggled against Florida. You know, it happens. It's a rivalry. Louisville lost to Kentucky because it's a rivalry. Okay, so my point being is that you know don't 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 discount Florida State just because you may not like the cut of their jib. They've earned it. And if you're undefeated and win your conference, I'm sorry, man. You, you're you're in there. Now, Alabama's going to say, if we beat Georgia, we beat the number one team, we should man, vault so in what? there. Y'all, at uh, eight. Y'all do not deserve to jump from eight to four. Well, I'll say, yeah, I agree. And on top of that, if, if Texas wins their Big 12 championship, you should not vault past Texas because you lost to Texas. You lost to Texas head-to-head. At home! By more than a touchdown, I believe. Like, what, nine points or something like that? 
can't quite remember the score, but they lost to Texas. It was and it was a convincing loss. Well, they're not the same team now. They're better. You lost to them. Don't 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 try to discount your loss, especially ten when point, it was a head to head. Ten point victory. Like I said, Texas over than, Alabama. Yes, more than a touchdown. So you can't you can't discount that. That's part of your schedule. That's part of your season. That's part of your legacy. Sorry, that's part of it. So so yeah, man. Um, it's quite possible. And I said at the beginning of the year that the SEC may not have a team. The SEC may not have a team in the playoffs, in the college playoffs. So if Alabama beats Georgia, Michigan wins, mm -hmm. Washington wins, mm -hmm. Florida wins, Florida State, excuse me, wins, and Texas wins, the question is more so do you – Put Georgia ahead of Texas because Georgia would have lost their conference game and Texas won theirs. And Texas's only loss would have been in a rivalry game. Well, that's the thing. Do you do you punish Georgia for losing a conference championship game? This year, you probably can. If the other teams won theirs and they all just have one loss or no losses, you may have to. Because... Texas's only loss is to Oklahoma in a rivalry game that was it was a late win. Or I don't think they didn't get blown out. It was a close game, if I remember correctly. I think it was like a last drive kind of deal. And Texas has beat Texas beat the team to beat Georgia. And Texas beat the team to beat Georgia, not in a neutral site where the Red River rivalries play played. Texas beat that team in Alabama, in their home, in their backyard. But Georgia is a two-time national defending champion. It's hard to it's hard to, to ignore a team that won what 27, 28 games in a row. It's, it's kind of hard to ignore that. And the defending two-time national champion. So it would I, I would say if if Georgia loses and Michigan wins, Washington wins, and Florida State wins, and Texas wins, I would say the decision is not so much Alabama. It's really does Georgia go in? Over Texas, or does Texas going over Georgia? In which okay. case, Alabama still sits what, out. What about Oregon? I said if Washington wins, that means they they would beat Oregon. Oregon but if, I'm saying if, if Washington loses, okay. So so now you're changing. Okay, so if so, are we saying Georgia still loses? Let's say yeah. Let's say Georgia loses. Okay. Let's say Georgia, Washington loses. Georgia loses. Washington loses. Uh, does Florida State lose or win? Uh, Everybody has one they, loss. Let's say, yeah, let's say everybody has one loss. Yeah, let's oh, if, do that. Okay. If Florida State has one loss. Outside no of Michigan. Gonna... Right. Right, outside of Michigan. If if Florida, because that's just no one believes that I was. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no there's no way. No way okay. that's happening. So Michigan would vault to number one, which they've been vacillating back and forth most of the season. So no one's going to really cry about that. And they've been winning games without their head coach. So there's there's the, we've been surviving with adversity, although we had a crappy schedule. We had a crappy hand dealt with our coach being gone for half the fucking season. Okay, whatever. So Michigan would be number one. So now you're telling me Georgia loses, Florida State loses, they're out of it. Um, Oregon beats Washington. And now Texas, Alabama, Oregon, Washington, Florida State, and Georgia all have one loss. And Who Ohio goes? State. And Ohio, well, it doesn't matter yeah. at that point. But we'll throw in Ohio State. All these teams have one loss. Who goes? Well, if that's the case, I think it's pretty – I think it's still relatively easy. Michigan's in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Oregon would definitely have to be in there. It might be three or four. 
Um, Georgia, I mean, Texas should be in there because, again, they won their they won their conference and they beat the team that beat Georgia. You got to go Bama. And then go that, Bama. at that point, you would probably arguably have to say Bama. But it, I think what we're not factoring in here is how close or how bad are the losses. Because if Bama beats the shit out of Georgia, then yes. If Bama wins like a last second, last second field goal, it's but but it, they won the they won the conference. I get what you're saying, and that's a big deal. The issue is you have a team that has won 27, 28 straight. It's a two time national defending champion. This 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 this, this sign this sign a this sign a uh what have this is a what have you done for me lately type thing though, right? I, but that's the I question. That, here, here's the thing: what has the committee committee hasn't been a hundred percent etched in stone about some of the things and choices they've made. Cause I think it was a TCU that didn't make it the one year that they probably could have made it mm-hmm. and they, it was held against them that they that, had one loss. That, that's going to cause some holy hell. Right. Because and that's, that's what quite some people frankly, for. Michigan is going to be big 10 champ undefeated. That's, that's that. So here's a question. Oregon, I like, I like chaos. I, I do too, but I, here's the thing. I think Oregon, and I, I hate it because I really want Washington to be that team, mainly because I just want to kind of be right because I picked at the beginning of the year. But Washington to beat Oregon again is going to be tough. And and again, like I said, Washington hasn't looked the same as they have when they beat Oregon barely. Like, so, barely beat so, but if Oregon wins, Florida State loses, Michigan wins, Texas wins, Alabama wins. So you yeah. have you will have. Three out of the four conference champions. That's what with one sticky. loss, right? And then you have big the Big Ten champion that's undefeated, right? Of it's the sticky. of the one loss of the one losses, Oregon and Washington split, right? And they both had the toughest schedule out of all those teams that we've been talking about because they had to play the Pac twelve. Which was Texas, the conference. Texas beat Bama. Yes, in Bama. And Bama beats Georgia. Right. And so, a neutral site, though. So outside of the undefeated, outside of the undefeated, Georgia's the only team that ain't beat none of them teams. But outside of the undefeated team in Michigan, Georgia will be the only team of those one lost teams that has not beat one of them other teams. At least that's, one of them other teams. Georgia will be the only team that has not beat one of them other teams. That's an interesting point that no one's talking about nationally that you get here on Easy Spoke of the GM podcast. Great point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> and again, I guess. Because Oregon and, Oregon and Washington split. What a, what a split, right? Texas beat Bama. And then you have Bama beat Georgia. Georgia, who the hell did y'all beat? And who did Michigan beat? Who did Michigan beat though? They undefeated though. And they, they beat they right. beat and they beat the Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State. State that was undefeated. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's fun. Championship week should be fun. But in Georgia and just cause it's wild. Who do you well, think, Glenn? Who do you think is going at the end of it? Who's 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 your top four? I I. I Michigan. <laughs> it's like the layup one. Um Michigan. Um Texas. 
I, I hope think, they I, I think I think Florida it's gonna be it's gonna be wonky. I think Florida State beats Louisville. And then I think Oregon. Did I say them already? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, so 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 Michigan, Oregon, Texas, and Florida State's gonna be the one that's the sticking oh, thing. Shit. Alabama, so you, so you Alabama, got Bama beating George. Yeah, I think Bama, I think Bama can beat you. I, I'm not sold on, on Georgia's quarterback. I'm not sold on Bama's defense. And I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not sold on Georgia's defense. I'm not sold on their quarterback. And Bama, I hate to say it, the quarterback is improved by leaps and bounds within the season. And they've been playing really good ball. I know the Auburn game was close, but people have to understand that is one of the deepest rivalries in all of sports, let alone college sports. So you're gonna you're gonna get and and all that, but that head coach has been able to beat saving teams when he's had talent. So that I knew that was gonna be a tough game for Alabama. I knew that at the beginning of the year it was gonna be a tough game from Alabama. So I said before the season began, I think this is the one year that you don't see an SEC team in the in the in the Final Four. All right. Um, real quick. We we've talked a lot about Deion Sanders over the last two and a half years here uh yeah. on our podcast. Colorado finished four and eight this year. And I, I just feel like uh Deion's been a little wronged here by the uh by the public. I'll just be been forgotten. Just forgotten about, man. You say wronged? Wronged, absolutely. Why do you say wrong? I say wronged. Because he did what what we expected them to do this year, right? I didn't see them winning more than more than three games. I think I had them winning one game coming into this uh, going into this year. <laughs> they won four games. Now the hype was just out of control. Right. I get that you had you had you know celebrities on the sidelines hanging out. Game day was there. It seemed like Fox's pregame show was there at Colorado the first the first month of the season. They were they were uh they were at Colorado. But yeah, now the brother goes down and just everybody's just dogging him. And I just think I I just think it's wrong. Uh I will I will agree with you that I think that he's been wronged, but not in the sense that you're making it. I think. I think he's been wrong because, yeah, like you say, all the celebrities and all that stuff. And then when the going got tough, nobody was nowhere to be found. Right. That's what I that's that's what that's what I'm saying. I, okay. I didn't okay. say okay. it so as we, uh, as eloquent as as you were able to say. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. That's so we I'm do saying. agree that yes. that's why I that's why I feel he was is been wrong. Everyone was there for the hype show, and then when that. When everything died down, it it disappeared, you know, and and then it became a to me a, a sob story now. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, like like and I and I went in with high support of Dion, and I didn't have over exaggerated expectations, but. Um, but I did see see how once they went three and zero, the world was like overreacting. Uh huh. Right. Overreacting, you know, and 
And especially like I've what's kind of turned me a little to the other side. I've been having an ongoing debate with one of my good friends in college who is just hung on this whole Oregon's coach pregame speech. Mm. Like he ain't saying that about nobody else, dude. If I've been the dominant force in a conference year after year, I'm not I'm and Oregon hasn't just been the team, but they've always been one of the top teams in the Pac 12 for years. Right. For years. And then a, a team that y'all know can't beat me come in the mix, but because they three and old and now got everybody supporting them. Y'all, you got people actually picking them to beat me? Oh, I'm going to talk real crazy about y'all to my team yeah, so my that we team. can go out there and kick y'all ass right. like we did. And like, and and so when my boy was like really hung on that, like, man, he did that. He talking about they doing it for clicks and stuff. He did it for clicks and stuff. And guess what he went out there and did? Beat the brakes off. Beat the brakes off. Everything he set up. I'm like, so, and that started kind of like, okay, see, y'all are kind of delusional because you're a coach yourself, my boy. And, like, I'm a coach, and I know what I talk to my team about when they come to the opponent before games. Like, I'm going to motivate my boy. And don't let it be a team that I don't think highly of ethic, uh, what you would call it, ethically, uh, ethically. <laughs> what? What did I'm I say? I'm just saying I'm going to motivate my boys. And, oh, and eloquent, 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 eloquently. Yeah, I said ethically. <laughs> I, eloquently, right? I could like don't let it be a team that I'm not fond of. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that motivation to pump my boys up, and that's what that coach did. So I'm like, hold on, okay, we're kind of getting too far with this love for Dion now. Like yeah. now we mad that the opponent. Is trash talking his opponent to his team? It was different than the Colorado State guy where he made it personal. Yeah, the Colorado that State guy made it personal. He was right. talking to the media. If I'm talking to my team, you free reign. I'm like, we actually probably lucky the cameras was in there because they ain't no telling what dude might have said behind <laughs> those doors. Right. Just being real. Like, you know, so, you know, that kind of turned me on some things and I'm like okay we kind of everyone kind of got a little ahead of themselves and and 3 and 0 is 3 and 0 like that was it was like oh no I didn't expect them to win more than 3 games but I didn't expect them to come out the gates blazing hot I'll say that and so then to lose eight of their last was it eight of their last nine or seven of their last eight? Something like that. Because uh, yeah. they fin no oh, seven of yeah. their last eight. Yes. No, eight, eight of their last nine. They finished one and they yeah. finished one and eight. So like the Stanford you know, game was the like, worst loss. Yeah. You know, and it was like, whoa, okay. Well that that I think that, that, that that's soured the season right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being up being up. 20, 29 nothing and mm-hmm. losing that game. Now they were, I mean, okay, they lost by three to Stanford. Uh they lost by one score to USC, which was a, you know, which was a big game. 
Uh, Arizona three, State. Three, three, point, three point win against Arizona State. Uh, they lost by three to Arizona, lost by a touchdown to uh, to Utah. I'll let I'll let Lucas in Washington State beat them. Yeah, they beat the bricks off of them. Yeah, which that game. Oh my god, that game was that was a fool. Well, it's always tough to win up a poll. Yeah. So, but you you know, Dion is going to be in that portal, and I know that there's some decommits happening. I think he he gonna he's gonna get that right. You gotta get Uh, one. Gotta gotta get the one thing. One thing Dion does is he got that gift to gab. He's gonna he's gonna be able to get players. Do we got to get the guy to get them trenches though? Got to, got to. That's that's the thing. I think he got the gift of gab to get the skill guy. But them trenches, yeah, it was it was rough. It was rough. By the way, San San Diego State hired uh, their offense coordinator, Sean Lewis. Colorado's, Colorado's, yeah, yeah. Mm. So he's got to get an offense coordinator now. But then they have didn't have an issue with that though. I was gonna say good because after after he got figured out a little bit, I don't think he made adjustments well. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, Then I saw Hugh Jackson got fired at Grambling. Good riddance. Wow. Yeah, I think the gravy train that he was on is is dried up for real, like Alpo dog. It's just dried up, man. Good riddance. And it's and it's it's alum that is not happy that alum are happy that he's gone. Yeah. Like, but I mean just because he a name don't mean a thing. And that's what he Yeah, they they and he came he he just he just didn't seem genuine. It's like he was trying to be somebody that he wasn't. And like I was telling uh Ez before the show, when the when the man posted on his Facebook his Instagram, them singing the alma mater and he was effing it up, I knew we had a problem. <laughs> don't don't sing our song and mess it up, dog. If if you don't know it, just shut up and let the kids sing. Because right. first off, the team supposed to know that song before they get on that first road trip. Mm-hmm. And you trying to sing with them, and you you effing it all the way up. I knew he was in trouble then, man. I'm like, oh, this this is a problem. This is a problem, <laughs> man. So, good riddance. Like, we'll see what happens next. I wish my school would follow the same. Uh... The same path, but uh looks like our guy's coming back after a five and six season. But hey, what can you do? Yeah, I beat us this year. Look, that's why he kept his job and ours didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we won the games that mattered, huh? We we beat yeah. Howard, we beat Grambling. Yeah, I'll be huge. Uh let's go to picks. Uh, right. What's that? My pick was Grambling. <laughs> you did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Anthony Heron on the call, but I watched a little bit of it. Oh, Anthony Heron on the call. Uh, uh, I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good to hear from him. 
so yeah, uh, Glenn and I both went two and one. And uh, Smoke, you actually had a push this week in the oh, the Eagles game, I think it was. And uh, so you went 0-2-1 uh, on the week. Damn it. Eagles was a minus three favorite. Yeah. 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 Damn, so, they ain't uh, kicked the extra point on. on, on no, nah, they, they, they God scored. Damn it. <laughs> that was a ball game. That's right. It was overtime. Like, That's right. I'm That's like, right. I know they scored a touchdown. That's right. Oh, they kicked the extra point. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, that's a bad beat, baby. It's a bad beat. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Glenn, you lead the pack at 18 and 12. Uh, Smoke, you're at 15, 14, and one now, and I'm at 500 at 15 and 15. Okay, so, so collectively not bad as a group. As you that's where I've been picking first for like the last <laughs> <laughs> two years. I pulled it off at the end, but yeah, I was last the first year. the entire year. Uh, so you know it's championship week, man. We're gonna go all college this week. Um, I'm gonna take uh, you. You guys gonna clown me for this one? Um, I'm gonna take New Mexico State at plus eleven and a half over Liberty. Okay. Uh, have you watched Liberty play this year? Uh, I have not. <laughs> okay. But it's 11 and a half points, man. That's a lot. Um, let's see. Let's go. Uh, let's go Florida State. I know they're playing a backup quarterback, but I'm going to go Florida State. That's two and a half. Minus the two and a half. And, uh, I'm gonna take Iowa to cover or to beat the spread uh at plus twenty twenty two and a half. Ooh, against Michigan. Smoke who you got. Um Go Washington plus nine and a half. That's a I, crazy I, I thought spread. about that. Yeah. No, I could see you having Oregon winning, but damn. Yeah. Like, that's why. That's why. But that seems like if Washington lose. Like they ain't. If Washington somehow lose and Oregon cover. They ain't getting it. They ain't on standard chance of getting in the playoff. No, no. Washington loses. Any one of these two teams loses, they're not getting in. Unless well, we all did, did we all were we all gonna do college or just no, that's that just, was me. Just... just me. Oh, okay. Just me. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's my thing. Uh NFL. Hmm. I bet they smoke me. I'm gonna go Broncos plus three and a half over Houston. I picked that. That's one of mine too. I mean, if I should get off it. You've been losing lately. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I can afford to do it. I'm gonna go Cowboys minus the nine and a half. Yeah, really? Thursday night game. Yeah. 
I I wasn't gonna do it because Dallas is my defense and fantasy and my quarterback is Dak, but this is kind of a throwaway week for me. I've already clinched a, a bye, so I'm good. Must be nice, Mr. Bye. In my league. We play each other this week. Nah, I don't I don't I don't know that. I know that. I don't I don't know. I I, 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 I saw I, I don't I don't know that for certain. I'm not even I got it. like I almost, saw it. I paid no attention. I got almost half my team on the bye. So I got yeah, Herbert. I got Herbert, Moore, Commit, Santos, uh Barkley on the bye. I got Josh Allen on the bye. And so shoot, I I ain't, I ain't dropping Santos, so I'm gonna just not have a kicker this week. I got the Bills <laughs> defense. I got uh, I got DJ Moore on by. I got Gabe Davis on by. Not that I was necessarily gonna play him, but yeah, you I get need Justin it. coming back. Yeah, Justin Jefferson coming back. You fine? Well, yeah, you're right. But I don't know who that quarterback is going to be though in Minnesota. It doesn't matter, Justin Jefferson. Nah, Glenn, who you got, man? Uh, basically everybody that Smoke took it seemed like he's cheating. <laughs> he's using something to <laughs> snipe what I was doing, man. You know, I see what I see what we're doing here: sniping, <laughs> sniping picks. Uh, I'm taking Washington plus nine and a half. Although I feel like I'm getting set up by by. Uh, by Vegas, because that's like a book. lot of freaking. I mean, for those two teams to be as close as they were, for it to be nine and a half now, you 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 want to jump on Washington. And is it at a neutral site? Yeah, yes. generally. So I almost want to go back and say Oregon, but nine and a half is a lot of points between those two. I had to feel that Washington feels some way kind of would feel some kind of way about it. Um, I'm going to take Alabama. I hate them, so I'm gonna take Alabama plus six and a half over Georgia. I think they went out right, so six and a half points just you know makes it even seals the deal. And I'm gonna to go to pros, and it was a Broncos Texans man. A Broncos a bit of a roll. Um, I think the Texans might win, but I can see a score being like 21 to 20, 24, 23, something like that. I'm gonna take Broncos plus three and a half. All right. Uh. That Oregon Washington game is in Vegas. Right. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, man, nine and a half is a lot. That's just. It is. I really, really, like somebody's got to be hurt. Some, they know something we don't know. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. Uh, there you can find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and yours truly. Yo, Glenn. Yep. yep. Please take us out. Hey, like we always say here at Easy Smoking GM Podcast, we ain't saying we're right, but just don't think we're wrong. <laughs> Enjoy the bye. <laughs> <laughs>